You are now tuned in to the Ladies Love Hip Hop Podcast with your host, Summer Willow. Hey, hey, it's your girl, Summer Willow of the Ladies Love Hip Hop Podcast coming back to you. I'm so happy to see you. I missed you. We are here today bringing back the artist interviews that you all have grown to know and love. And today I'm sitting here with one of my new favorite artists. Um, I really don't want to get into the long drawn out introduction, but I will say this. She is divine feminine energy. She is a poet. She is an artist and she is Philly. And I'm talking about none other than Lady Sarcasm. Welcome. Hello, hello, hello. (laughs) Hey, lady. Hi. Welcome to the show. Thank you, thank you. Thank you very much. You know, um, for those of you out there who may not know who Lady Sarcasm is, I want you to, right now, I want you to get on your phone or your computer, and I want you to type up G-R-I-O-T-S-O-U-L-R-E-C-O-R-D-S dot com, right? Dot com? Mm Mm-hmm. That's griotsoulrecords.com. Check out her her label mates, her projects and their projects, and support this movement. This is a label mm-hmm. for spoken word. Correct? Yes, it's yes, it's mostly um, other things will come along, but right now it's what we're calling spoken word music. Mm-hmm. So you know, when people listen to it, it's like, what is this I'm hearing? It's spoken word music. <laughs> it, it definitely is spoken word music because we've all heard spoken word. And if you're if you're from Philadelphia and you were part of you know, that scene coming up, it was normally, you know, the artist in front of a band, um, sometimes in front of a track, but mostly Mm -hmm. in front of a band or solo spitting their, their, their words. Right. This is a produced Mm -hmm. situation, but it's not overproduced. Right. It's, it's perfection. So tell me about the production of your music. Mm hmm. Um, well, the production, it's all the wonderful E the Poet MC, who is also my husband. Um, so he just puts, just makes magic, just put things together. Like he just gets a feeling of whatever it is that I'm talking about and he puts it to work. He gets the visuals in his head the same way he do with the videos he he creates the image and it it comes out it that it he's magic <laughs> to me it's definitely magic it's no it's definitely magic because i've never really heard anything like this so the name of this album that i'm speaking of is called dear lost john by lady sarcasm pick it up i already gave you the website and i'll mm-hmm. give it to you again later but this project eight joints right yep eight joints Eight joints. And this is a collection of words that will strike a chord with any woman, any man raising a girl, um, any grandparent praying for girls. Yes. I mean, the words are deep. The words are deep, sis. I mean, I I tried to listen to it like, uh-huh, yeah. I couldn't. I had to be still and listen to the words. Mm-hmm. Yep. So... And in, in talking about how the production kind of really it embraces your words. Mm-hmm. It doesn't overpower your words. Mm-hmm. It embraces your words. But um, there seems to be some sort of a movement coming out of this label. I don't know. Mm-hmm. I mean, you could be that movement. Mm-hmm. But women need to hear this. <laughs> yes. Women need to hear this. So let's just talk about some of the inspiration for this project. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm hearing a lot of come to Jesus moments as, as we call them mm-hmm. as, as women, you know, like kind of like y'all messed up, <laughs> but now I know better. And I'm going to tell you, yeah, I'm going to tell you oh, yes. what I know now. That's what it is. Yeah. That's what it is. Right. That's exactly what it is. Um, if I could say real quick, I had, now I never was into like having readings done and mm-hmm. stuff like that. I just, you know, stayed away from it. Like whatever. But, 
So I had a reading done, um, and I'd already finished recording everything. Mm -hmm. But within that reading, she's told me that, um, and this is a woman that don't know me from Mm -hmm. anywhere. She said um, that she sensed a lot of goddess energy around me. And she said, um, the goddess power is that I, um, it was something about saving women. She was like, but don't try to save them so much that you hurt yourself. And I was like, what? (laughs) I was like, that's my entire album (laughs) (laughs) that I just got finished doing. And so, um, but I mean, that, that, that's exactly it. Um, everything that I write about is mostly things that I already gone through. And mm-hmm. then the aha moment came later. So, mm-hmm. you know, where everything sound all empowering, empowering in the songs, um, some of those situation probably ended tragically for me, <laughs> Absolutely. but you know, that, that look back is like, uh, that's what that was. Mm-hmm. And so the accountability happens. Mm-hmm. And so that makes me not bitter about anything that I've ever gone through. Because Did y'all hear that? <laughs> accountability will make you not bitter. Accountability. Yeah, it will definitely make you not bitter because if you can backtrack and think about you're the common denominator in every Everything situation you you've been in. Yes. So you just can't keep saying, why do everybody keep doing this to me? What more do you want from me? Like, like, you, can't uh, keep, you can't keep on doing that. Like no. after there's been seven, 10, 11 people <laughs> <laughs> that, that, re- that reacted to you the same exact way. Mm, it could be you, uh-huh. It could be. Where's the spoon? Yeah. Like, you gotta, mm-hmm. you gotta take some accountability in your own yeah. situation. But you know what? That's a powerful message because, um, and I'm I'm liking likening it to hip hop, where a lot of I'm calling the listeners old school. I'm not calling the music old school. Hip hop is less than fifty years old. It's still baby brand new mm-hmm. in my eyes. But for the old school listeners, right? They're listening to this new music and they're hearing the violence, the sex, mm-hmm. you know, the stories of slinging and all of that. And they're like, why don't you, you know, tell people what's going to happen to you if you do that? Right. Why don't you, you know, um, share the full story and stop glamorizing all these things? Mm-hmm. And it's like, hey, if you really listen to the person and you follow their lives, not all of them, right. <laughs> but 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 many of them, they are telling you what went wrong. They are they're living what went mm-hmm. wrong. Or they're living how they changed it around. Right. And your music just has this like bar by bar, line by line, story and remedy. Problem, solution. Mm-hmm. This was my fault. This is how I changed it. And it's line by line. How the hell? Hmm. <laughs> how, Sway, did you do that? You know what? I don't know. Um... So somebody recently asked me, like, my process in writing, and it's all a stream of consciousness. It's it's all – the only way I write is that I sit down and it comes out. Mm -hmm. I rarely go back and edit anything. I just just want, like – and that's why I don't write often. I don't because I never try to sit down and write. Mm -hmm. It comes. It comes. Yeah. Yeah. So, like, sometimes if I do, I may think of a situation and then I may, like, try to read a quote that reminds me of a situation or pull out a rap lyric that reminds me of mm-hmm. what I was trying to say. And I might, like, you made it a hot line, I made it a hot song type mm-hmm. of thing. Like, right, right. I might take a line from somewhere and Absolutely. just make it this whole thing that has something to do with whatever situation I went through. Mm-hmm. And a lot of this stuff is, um, and some of the stuff in there is not me at all. It's me trying to tell probably one of my friends something that she ain't listening to. <laughs> like, I'm going to put it on wax. But you can't get it. There's a lot of that. Um, like, girl, go and listen to number seven, please. please. Just, just turn on it repeat. on. This is what I was trying to say. And then call me tomorrow or the next day. Yeah, so I don't, I don't know. But hip-hop is definitely, because I wanted to be a rapper. Mm. Um, it didn't fit me as a teenager I was very like little and quiet little mm-hmm. girl but then I found poetry I'm like oh okay that I can get my words out with poetry mm-hmm. then I found a way to 
combine more of a hip hop style with poetry, Absolutely. which um, I had never seen before at the time until I saw uh, Deaf Poetry Jam. Yes. Which um, I'm sure that sparks something. That definitely sparks something yeah. because now I'm like, I think that's my pocket mm-hmm. or whatever. But then I noticed it was only men doing it. Which I found like I had only saw men do that, give that type of energy that felt like hip hop. Hmm. So yeah, like because a lot of women that I would see, it would be it was like be like some little sexy cutesies, right, stuff right, or whatever. Right. You know, until I saw wait no, the only female that I saw bring it is a female called Georgia Me. Now okay. she was on Deaf Poetry, and she had this poem called um, Nigods. Um, that she talked about black men and she talked about them wearing Tims and mm-hmm. called them gods and mm-hmm. <laughs> like not niggas, the gods or whatever. Mm-hmm. So like okay, that was the that. first, yeah, go uh, on Deaf Poet, you want to look it up on um, Georgia Me. Like I'm not going to listen to this a hundred times. Yeah, Georgia, <laughs> <laughs> Georgia Me, she was like okay. the first very strong female um, poet that I saw mm-hmm. at that time. And we talking about 2002, three, four very early okay. on because I didn't start actually uh, doing spoken word like on stage or anything or open mics or anything until 2004. Mm. Um, now, were you always Lady Sarcasm? <sighs> <laughs> I love this question. <laughs> yes, it's my favorite question. Go ahead. So, uh, damn, I don't even think I said that. So I was Mystique. Mm-hmm. I ain't nothing else <laughs> better to do. I was Mystique. If you could see her face, y'all. <laughs> like that was a bust i was mystique <laughs> um when i first started so that was two, 2004 five um by 2006 um i had a boyfriend who hated the fact that i was very sarcastic when we got into arguments <laughs> and so i called myself sarcasm um perfection <laughs> that's where sarcasm came from and then when i joined the you remember the collective absolutely. that's how we met absolutely so when i got in collective actually nate gave put lady on sarcasm okay um that was he was like i guess the management end of the collective because it was like classy boy entertainment and mm-hmm. then the collective um so he put lady on sarcasm and i became lady sarcasm in 2006 when i was with the collective okay so that's kind yeah. of an homage to you saying hey i heard these voices but there weren't a lot of women's voices right in yeah. that space and you kind of mm-hmm. stamped it like lady sarcasm is here right <laughs> are, you, are you ready okay great Um, And the way you deliver is, I'm going to, again, compare it to hip hop, compare it to like um, a Chuck D or an LL Mm. or a Latifah where the clarity is there. Right. Because the old school, remember, I only call supporters old school. Mm -hmm. The old school is like, I don't understand what (laughs) these rappers are talking about. And it's like, you know, in some ways, in some ways. genres of poetry or slam poetry maybe you can keep up mm-hmm. but i mean mm-hmm. listening to you yeah. speak mm-hmm. is like oh yeah it's right. clarity i'm not trying to go over nobody's head like mm-hmm. i'm not trying to <laughs> no. flip a whole bunch of phrases like i'm trying to be as direct as i can even with metaphors and you know what i mean i'm trying to be as direct as i can and not you know compare the moon and the stars <laughs> right and the, right right <laughs> the quasars and all these and the chakras and Absolutely. i'm not trying to do all of that because i want to continue to grab the audiences i want to be able to still go to the open mics at the corner bar absolutely because as far as like me my husband uh shice um north philly finest shice is dope north philly finest like we can always kill a corner bar mm-hmm. like we can kill the big rooms the big poetry rooms we can also kill your local bar that they don't even like poetry right so Absolutely. yeah so we can go in these places and they be like oh i don't even like poetry but yeah y'all killed it or whatever so i want to continue yeah to do that so i'm very strategic because I love hip hop. That's Absolutely. that's just the, all three of us. Like we love hip hop, mm-hmm. so it's always it's going to be in there. The way we write is always going to be in there. But see, and that makes a lot of sense because, and I'm thinking about Mystique. 
the old school, <laughs> old school lady sarcasm <laughs> was Mystique, the original. But I'm, thinking, but I'm thinking about the mystique of poetry uh-huh. and how just like jazz, for a lot of people, poetry is an acquired taste. Like they can't necessarily grasp onto it. Mm-hmm. They don't really want to sit down and hear it, so to speak. Right. Um, but it's dope. It's dope. Right. But I also realized that there's there are different ways to deliver it. Mm-hmm. You and your label mates mm-hmm. deliver it so different, right? You mm-hmm. deliver it in a hip hop vein, mm-hmm. right? So where it's catchy, it's rhymy, but not too rhymy, mm-hmm. but it but it's catchy. And again, back to the production, you know, it 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 grabs you, right? It grabs you, and I think that I've always loved poetry because I've always loved words and mm-hmm. writing and reading and all of that. Um, but I can be a hundred percent honest. And if Sean Aline is listening to this right now, shouts out to pyroglyphics. Um, he knows I hate spoken word, uh, like shows. Right. Okay. Right. That like, makes sense. Right. It, and it he's like, sense. Hey, I'm doing some spoken word. And I'm like, I don't want to come. He's like, you're a hater. And I'm like, I don't want to hear. And the sun was rising cause the moon was lowering. It's like, listen, <laughs> sir. Sir, sir, I had a couple drinks. That's the moon. <laughs> oh, God. But he, he understands where I'm coming from. But I, I completely get you it. You know what I'm saying? But I also give it some play because it's always one or two exactly. that are like, okay, you changed my mind right. tonight. Yeah. You changed my mind a thousand times. Aww. A thousand times because of your delivery. Mm-hmm. So what I want to talk about now is the delivery of your messages, mm-hmm. right? So you have a few um, projects out now. Mm-hmm. So let's go back to your first project. Tell everybody about that one. What the your first Ford, not not the um, Dear Lost one, but your first album. Oh, that's not even my first. So actually, my first album. What was it's not even on the website. It was back in two thousand eleven. Okay, ten. Something it was called Lady Sarcasm for Dummies. I actually can't find it now. I know I, like a few people got it, but it's called Lady Sarcasm for Dummies. Do you hear the sarcasm? <laughs> Do you hear it? So just tell me briefly about that project. Oh that my god, that was my first, uh, and it went well actually. So this is, uh, yeah, damn. I almost forgot about that till you said first. I'm like, oh, wait, this is not even my first one. Lady Sarcasm for Dummies. I can't even. It was one poem that sticks out in my brain that was on there that I had to do every time I went somewhere was called. Uh, was it on that album? Yeah, it was called um, I Don't Blame You. Mm-hmm. Um Cause it had some pig Latin in it, so I don't. Are you serious? I don't blame you. <laughs> was uh, it, the pig Latin was I'm way a way ill way ice nay eighty late if way I way x may a way itch bay indices tag. <laughs> I'm a real nice lady with smack a bitch tendencies. Yes. So that was like everybody wanted to hear that. Okay. Because it was like if something like if you don't hear me, then I'll spit it in another language. And mm-hmm. I went into pig Latin. I'm like, oh, like, <laughs> right, right. Get like, the crowd so, hype. It was like such a different thing, but that was like a classic. That was. On that album, mm-hmm. but the second album, uh, twenty fourteen, was uh, one more last time again. Mm-hmm. Um, this uh, it was one more. La- it's very cinematic. Mm-hmm. This album, um, and it got clips from movies. Have you ever seen? Um, is a uh, I think it's called Closer or Closer with uh, Julia Roberts and Clive. Nope. All right, so real quick, so because it's a clip, is like it's my favorite track. If you go like, if you get this one thing, it's called um, "What Did He Taste Like." So the song okay. is called "What Did He Taste Like" on this album. Mm-hmm. Um, so there's a scene in this movie, and a clip of that is on this song because Julia Roberts is answering a question: "What, um, what did he taste like?" Because she cheated. And he is upset and he's asking, where did you do it? What did it feel like? He's asking her all, how many times did you come? And then the last question, 
it was like, um, did he come in your mouth? And she said, yes. And he said, what did it taste like? She said, it tastes like you, but sweeter. And she oh. yelling, and it's like, oh, oh shit. <laughs> so I sat down and wrote that, like, oh, yeah. oh my God, I got to write it. <laughs> yes, because that's the... That's so that the, is about revenge, that particular poem, what did he taste like? Is like the taste of revenge. So yeah. I wrote the poem about like you don't feel better after this revenge sex just because somebody cheats on you and you do right. the same thing. Right. What did that feel like after you thought that you was getting back? Do you hear it? Do you hear the knowledge? Go ahead. Yeah. So that's one of those. I did this, but did that really help you, sis? Like, did that? Come right. on, that ain't help you. <laughs> that ain't <laughs> that ain't helping you. Doubly worse. <laughs> but yeah so that's that's on that that um that second album that's on the website um one more last time again on griosoulrecords.com yes, from 2014 but that's it. on there yeah but that's an interesting album as well but you know what's funny um and it's something that i picked up on with your recent album is the clips right mm-hmm. it's the clips that kind of set the stage oh, for the poetry yeah. mm-hmm. and oh my gosh They always say that I'm the one that got away. The hurt bay that was too broken to be kept. The around away fillet disguised as the mouse they played with. Knocked unconscious and left for dead. The one who was invisible but became so opaque once the mask of a relationship was gone. They didn't see me live until I got away. See how that works? I got away and lived freely without judgment. Without the box I let myself out of, she will never be tamed again. She ran wild into the freedom of herself. The men all pause when she walks in a room now. I am she and her. I escaped them all. Especially the ones that thought putting me down wouldn't allow me to be lifted up. But I am light. I am feather. I float. I glide. Live and serve life. Oh, now you realize my type always been wife, boy, I've been. Just this fly the whole entire time. They just block my shine. I'm not the one that got uh-huh. away. Uh-huh. Yeah, that's for the one who got away. So, again, go to this website, cop this album. And it's a video. It's the video is on there, too. Yes, the video is The dope. one who got away and be all of that is two videos. The video is amazing <clears throat> for, both, for both songs. But for this song in particular... Luther Vandross's voice is forever classic. Mm-hmm. Forever, forever, yes. forever. Everything that he's ever said could be a clip. Mm-hmm. Right? <laughs> um, and just pulling out, I want to tell you, baby, the changes I've been going through. Right? I want to tell you. Mm-hmm. Right? And that makes me think of so many things. Right? I think about my childhood. I think about my parents, you know, being in love, then getting divorced. Like, I just mm-hmm. think about so many different things. Mm-hmm. What did that clip mm-hmm. inspire on this track? So it's like the guy reaching back out to you, like, I want to tell you, baby, thinking that that's going to matter. Like, the changes I've been going through missing yes. you. But, and it's like, and you're you like, know, no. he's saying all of this to. <laughs> To convince you that y'all should be together now because he's changed right. or whatever. So um, my thought process in the one who got away because I've had, you know, exes check back in or whatever. Because they do. They always <clears throat> right. come back, ladies. Yeah. Don't And they sweat see it. you living your fabulous life, but I'm living this fabulous life because I'm not with you. I'm not the one that got away. I escaped you. I am a magician. I am the slept on. You just woke up late. Like, (laughs) Like, I'm not the one that got away. I, you know, no matter how I left, if you deaded it or if Mm -hmm. I deaded it, I still escaped the situation and I'm a lot happier. This glow you see won't be there if I'm with you. Mm. This is not for you or about you. No. So (laughs) and you know what? I want to I want to use the rest of this this episode to really talk to ladies. Like I wish I could have a whole bunch of ladies around this table Mm. to really dissect this album when we need to make that happen. No, I'm a yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. That gave me chills when you said it. I need to make that happen. But it made it gave me chills when I heard it because I know several of my girlfriends who Mm -hmm. need who need to hear your words Mm -hmm. because it'll resonate because they're not listening to me. 
So they need, you know how like, <laughs> right. <and> your parents <laughs> your parents tell you something a hundred times and you go to the neighbor's house and like right. well such and such as mom said mm-hmm. I shouldn't do this like but I told you that. Right? So Don't I we mean all do that though? your words are so powerful on this track. Um and I'm gonna play a little bit of it for the for the audience, but um that one right there. So let let's move along. Let's move along to another one. Mm-hmm. Because this one and I have this conversation often uh, with my girlfriends, with my guy friends. I have a lot of friends of both genders, right? Mm-hmm. And very close. My best friend is a guy, right? Shouts out to Kevin. What's up, Kevin? <laughs> um, but we always talk about, you know, marriage and, you know, wanting that mm-hmm. and not, not pushing for it, but wanting it. But every time we talk to somebody about their marriage, they're so negative. Hmm. They always have something to say yeah. that's not good. Well, you mm-hmm. need to think about that because da, da, da. Mm-hmm. like ho 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 ho. <laughs> the fabric of our people was built on togetherness, right. village, marriage, all this other stuff you're talking about. I'm gonna need you to be quiet. Matter of fact, I'm not asking you no more. Right. But I want to ask you mm-hmm. on I don't need a man. Okay, so first of all, y'all listen to this song. <laughs> I don't need a man is about celebrating your decision, mm-hmm. your decision to love mm-hmm. and his decision, decision. to I like love that. you. I like that. I like well, that. because you said, I don't yeah. need a man, but I need my man. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right. Absolutely. Because I decided on him and he decided right. on mm-hmm. me. Talk to me about this song. So, um, you know, there's <laughs> a lot of women that say, I don't need a man. But every time I hear um, someone say, I don't need a man, it's because they're so independent. And I think they're forgetting the re or let me see. They're saying I don't need a man because they can pay for things on their own or they're or fix stuff. fine with fixing things or taking the trash out or it's like they're fine with things the way they are. Mm. Um, but happiness is always about somebody adding to your life, right? So who, I mean, once you have had that, you need it. Once you have it, you need it. There you go. Once you know what that feels like, you need it. Nope. I don't need a man, but yes, I need my man. I need this God, this King that uplifts me. He feeds me and fills me up like cup runneth over type stuff. He gives me religion even when I'm not listening. The tongues he speaks get deep. I play it back for verbal masturbation. He is my reality, my fascination. He spits sun shit to the moon and make night seem like daytime. The wokest niggas I know ain't got no time for playtime. So He's it's serious. like, yeah, I don't need He's any old man. I need this one. This one. I need this I man. absolutely need this one. Right. Um, right. And, and women for a lot, of, and you're, you're, you're walking down the path I always walk down, which is like, before we were attached to anybody, we were single women. And right. if you're a single yeah. as an adult, you took mm-hmm. out your own trash. Right. You paid your own bills. I mean, you have to. I didn't want to do any of it. Like, right. <laughs> like, who, I, who wants? I don't I, No, I don't. Yeah. Uh, it's whack. It's corny. <laughs> it's like being a strong black woman. Just that. that it's a curse. Title. That's a it's curse. Like, I don't hold on. I will never. You won't hear me Mm-mm. say that. And no. I, as a point, is it? is in there somewhere um be strong black woman black woman she be strong black don't crack when you continue with sleeping and they're lost on it's okay in there somewhere about the strong black woman thing um but yeah it's like i don't i don't want it i don't want to have to be because just continuously shouting out i'm this strong black woman it kind of it just means i have to be it, yeah. it means some things have happened where i had to rise above it and lift some heavy shit right like all of me i had to do all of these things right to become this way so after i'm this way i want to be able to give this to somebody else for them to carry or help me carry it right or something i don't want it i don't want it listen. i don't want it take it take it <laughs> listen i always say i'm a flower i'm a lady i'm feminine energy mm-hmm 
I don't want to do the heavy lifting. Mm-hmm. I don't want to fight. I, I'm a woman. I'm a compliment, but I, I am mm-hmm. strong. Women are strong inherently. Right. Oh yeah, I mean, absolutely. I would love to see a man go through some cramps, some period mm-hmm. cramps. <laughs> Good luck, bruh. Good freaking luck. I would love to see a man give birth. That's natural strength, right? right? But when it comes to the gender roles and everybody doesn't subscribe to them, and that's mm-hmm. fine, and I'm not judgmental ever. Right. But needing a man and needing your, your man, man is, is two totally so different. different. And you paint this picture um, in love, in mm-hmm. lust, in it's all of it. In oh my peace. Let me tell you this: the pandemic has brought my me and my husband even closer perfection which i didn't even think was possible because some people broke up a lot of people (laughs) i know two people who are thriving from separations right now and about to be divorced but the women the two women that i know wow they are happy Mm -hmm. because it's like a lot of these breakups they were probably on their way out but people you know they're so busy in their routines and they have um, their mask mm-hmm. that you know that kind of shields they have whatever hobbies they had outside the house their little escapes they didn't yep. have their escapes but um, not having escapes and being like really stuck <laughs> in the house with my husband I'm not even going to call it stuck like we did so many y'all were stuck together we were so creative in our home and I did so many different things with our little house like mm-hmm. you know what I mean as far as making a space in the backyard and um creating a classroom for a little Eli and Aww. painting a, like the extra room um and then I got like this whole uh, she shed in the basement. <laughs> she shed or whatever. My little art, but that my husband has took over. He takes over every space that I recreate. But um, you know, I always tell people to be careful about you know the relationship goal because right. you ain't ready for this work. Like no, we, it's work. we definitely, <laughs> we definitely, we've been together for. 11 years. Mm -hmm. So we just celebrated our eighth wedding anniversary on June 7th. Thank you. Um, Even with that, like, I don't even want to go out anymore. So I I did our house. (laughs) I did our bedroom like a hotel room. And I did our dining room. I had, like, one of his favorite chefs. Malika's Kitchen. Shout out. To oh, Malika's yes. Kitchen. Okay. She um brought over two dinners and, you know, I made a, a white tablecloth dinner and a, like, I don't even, I don't have to go out anymore. It's Listen. like, I'm kind of good in the house. <laughs> but um, we, we did the work. We've been mm-hmm. through marriage counseling. Yeah. Um, it's not easy. We got a lot of jewels yeah. in those counseling sessions. But when I say that, a lot of people use the term loosely when they say, you know, my spouse is my best friend. Because I feel like they think they're supposed to say, say that. that. They right. think they, that their spouse is supposed to be their best friend. It's great, but it's not always the case. And mm-hmm. he was not always my best friend. Mm-hmm. No, now, yes. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. I love hands it. Hands down. I love it. <laughs> like, hands down, my best friend. Like, And was this song written, like, in the midst of that oh yeah that understanding was, that's the, one of the newest yeah um, man i felt ones that. on there there's a n- n- very new very written during the parent pandemic that one. but you can feel you can feel the adoration and the love and the friendship and the lust again i'm gonna say lust because sexuality it's is love. important yes Sexuality for yes. women Jeez. is very important because <laughs> listen we're always muffled and silenced when it comes to talking about sex and talking about what what we love, what we like, what makes us happy. And I just love how you eloquently spoke about the love and the sex of your marriage. And I never thought, like after being married and with this man for so long, and I guess it's my age. I'm, I'll be 43 in, what, August? So I'm older than you. It's like... So don't even try to rub it year. in. <laughs> No, but you know what I mean? Like, like going back or yeah. whatever. Are we at like a sexual peak now at this age? Is it's it like supposed to be like what? 50, our 50s or supposedly? It's not true. I, I'm I'm learning that more men late lately that I've mm-hmm. met or know, they're going for it. They're in their prime and they're in their 50s. Well, I mean, he'll be 50 in September mm-hmm. and I think he's at a sexual so he's a Libra man. No, Virgo. He's a Virgo. I'm a Leo. He's a Virgo. Oh. A, yeah, nice. Everything I've read said we shouldn't be together. Nope. <laughs> 
But see, that's why I said nice because <laughs> no, you you show in your words that you break barriers. Mm-hmm. You you you've already proven that you you learn you know how to learn a lesson and fix oh, yeah, shit. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. You fix that. Yeah, whatever yeah, yeah. was broken or oh yeah. Let me tell you how <laughs> I'm feeling this. When we first got together. It's, it's a story how we first, how we got together. I, I might be a stalker, but anyway, <laughs> we'll, we'll, we'll talk about that oh in private God. time. <laughs> <laughs> I'm tearing these pineapples up like, what? But when we first got together, when we were officially a couple, um, based, long story short, I got snowed in at his house in Baltimore after we were only talking for two weeks and I knew it was going to snow. And I love how you use yo in the... In the <laughs> Poetry. Yeah, yeah, because yeah, yeah, I Baltimore. got friends in Baltimore. <laughs> yes, shout out to Dirt Platoon. Yeah, when you say yes. yo, it's like, okay. <laughs> but yeah, he got his new project. He's Edgar Allan Yo and his new um his new project <laughs> that hot. just came out. Yeah, I've, I've learned that phrase. <laughs> um but what was I gonna say? When we first got oh, so I would go to Baltimore. You know, E was hot shit in Baltimore. Like, uh-huh. he's eat a poem MC. Woo! Like, I would walk into a poetry venue. Girls be in the back like, girl, they go eat a poem MC. Girl, where? I'd be sitting there like... <laughs> anyway. Mm, am okay. I up next? <laughs> <laughs> so, you know what I mean? But people would legit thank me for being with him. Hmm. I'm like, what type of asshole was you that people keep thanking me? <laughs> <laughs> I'm saving the streets from you. Right. <laughs> like, what were you doing to these people in these streets? Mm-hmm. Like, but they was like, he changed so much and whatever. I'm like, this is weird, but okay. <laughs> That's what's up. And luckily I'm not, I've never been like a jealous type mm-hmm. or whatever. But yeah, he's he's it's interesting. But well, I I, I commend you. <laughs> I commend you for your vulnerability, your openness. I appreciate it because it allows for us. You know, I'm going back a little bit, but I've noticed that our parents, our parents' parents, right? They're not really open when it comes to like Mm-mm. celebrating your man and talking about how much you love them. Like that's like secret conversation. Mm-hmm. And meanwhile, like our men are hurting and they're they're in need of they need stroking. The same stuff we need. Right. It's not stroking their ego. It's like love it's on being them. They're human. Yes, exactly. <laughs> they're human just like, just like we are. They want to hug, ma'am. They need right. to kiss, ma'am. They want to be told they look nice. Yes. Just like we do. Yes. <laughs> and I feel like this song was like the perfect ode to a husband, lover, boyfriend, someone. In your case, husband, I want to I want to keep that um energy, right? Mm-hmm. Because that's right. the ultimate. Mm-hmm. But just like being able to give and pay homage to someone that you love was your husband, wife, wife and wife, husband, and husband. I don't give a shit. Right. Mm-hmm. Like, but just being able to be vulnerable enough to speak your truth about them. And so mm-hmm. eloquently, I applaud you, sis, because it just made me like even more want to be in love. Mm-hmm. You know, it just made me and it's not it's not. um You know, I don't have one of those. I'm not jealous either, but I don't have one of those. um like envious spirits. Right. Yeah. Where I see people like, I want that. It's not like that. It's like, mm-hmm. oh my God, that's like, oh my God. Yeah. I'm like, so oh, happy for decent. people. <laughs> exactly. And that's just how I feel right. after listening to that. Right. So in all truth, you're the shit. So let's move along to mm-hmm. the next joint. Um, be all of that. Okay. So be all of that is <laughs> yo, how many times have we as black and brown people had the conversation about hair about um you know what black women do Mm -hmm. we're so villainized we're so beat down we're like the most disrespected but no be all of that we can be Be everything Be 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 fake hair and long lashes give seven lashes with swift tongues be ghetto fabulous be throwing and catching them words with them hands. Be, be all, all of that. that. Love God, but let them know that you don't play that shit. Be reserved on Monday morning, on Sunday. Let them know that you had to pray not to have to smack a bitch. Be pretty, period. Talk to me about this. Exactly that. Exactly everything you said. It's like, um, be all of it. Be the stereotype. Be whatever it is. And one example is that I give is, um, you know, dark-skinned women. Mm-hmm. Um you know, 
I don't know. I mean, I don't know if I was, I guess I was teased. I guess you can call, mm-hmm. I have a hard time saying the word teased because I didn't accept it. So there I always go. have a hard time when people yep. say, were you teased? I always okay. try to go back they and tried, forth. But yeah, they tried it. <laughs> I went like, for it. who sent for you? Run back and tell them that they missed you. That's yes. On the album uh. <laughs> Run back and tell them that they missed. Yes. Like, because so many, like my family, like I thought the women in my family were beautiful. My mom, my yes. aunt. Um, so I didn't understand the teasing of dark skinned women. Yeah. And get it. Like I'm black. They would call me black. And I'm like, uh, uh yeah. we're all black. Uh, whatever. So and <laughs> Grace Jones, I used to get like called Grace Jones. Uh, one of the finest okay. women walking <laughs> the earth. And it's one of the, like I practiced painting her so much. That's how I learned how to paint faces is doing Grace Jones. Like I love her. We're going to get into that in a minute. Yeah. Um, so be all of that. It's just all of these things. And it's, it's actually taken me until I'm like 40 to fully like accept every everything. part of me, like yeah. everything about myself yeah. is like, Oh, just own it. You just touched on every all single, uh, every single thing that's thrown at us Mm -hmm. you caught it and ate it Mm -hmm. and spit it back out like (laughs) now be that right be all of that (laughs) and it got a lot of like things i heard throughout the years like um uh about your hair being relaxed, that perm don't stop you from supporting the facts, taking in. Yo, it's like the dopest line. Like, because it always have to be, for you to be with something, you have to be anti something. And it doesn't have to be that. Like the team light skin, the team dark skin, the team natural hair. You know what I mean? Like it's dumb or whatever. You don't have to be against one thing to be for something else because now black people are continuously fighting each other and it's dumb. You know what I mean? It is like, so yeah. And (laughs) And that even falls in line with the whole black lives matter protest in that, like, you know, it's always misconstrued as, and I know that's a that's a plot and a ploy, but you know, like we are saying that we matter and you don't. It's like no, right. no, we matter, right? You, you matter. matter, right? Right? Your rights matter. My, My rights matter. Yeah, matter. but I have to tell you because I don't you think don't you seem know. to know. You don't seem to know, so I have to tell you, right? But I'm not saying fuck you is about me. Right. I'm not saying that, right? But I'm telling you because you obviously don't see you it. You don't see it. You don't see it. And so I'm going to say all of these things and I'm going to put it in your face. Exactly. As so colorful you can see. as I can, I'm going to put it in your face. Exactly. So that's what be all of that is. So we have, you know, like just because you have natural hair, you're against weaves. You're against it. No, like shut up. And it was like kind of a sad thing. That what I saw at the... Um, a doom day, the last Odoom day. Uh-huh. The t-shirts. What? And, oh, like I didn't buy a t-shirt because a lot of the t-shirts were that for yeah. some reason. Like I saw be a couple of things. Or you're not was, black. It was just yeah, it just seemed so for something that felt against something else. Mm-hmm. Or whatever. It's like it's it's okay for you to own who you are without downing. That's what I'm saying. Someone else. Just own it. Even like we talked about the conversation with, you know, people got offended with Monique with the bonnets. Right. right? Or whatever. I'm not offended by that because, you know, Monique, she she talked she talked to who she wanted to talk to. Right. She she's auntie tapping you on a, the shoulder and Absolutely. it was a overwhelming number for her to see. If it's not something you're used to to see it over Overwhelming number of something, and when you right. know your raids a certain way, so <laughs> right. it's like respect her opinion. Oh, that's whatever, all. that's all. That's and all. And like as far as you know me, the way I was raised, I wasn't raised that way either. My mm-hmm. mom taught me don't go to the don't corner go store looking at like, hair and all that's that. That's just yep. how I was raised. But I, I didn't understand why everybody. Like, don't be so... Why are y'all so angry at Monique? She's a, like, older lady talking to her her nieces because she's saying whoever called me auntie or whatever. So exactly. this is an elder at this exactly. point. Like, so why, why is everybody Why is everybody so like... like uh, and it gotta be so... It's not about... 
not loving yourself is it's not about any of these things no. like i took whatever she said she sounded like one of my aunts she sounded like my mom or whatever yep. so even if i was a person that wore a bonnet right wherever mm-hmm. i'm still not offended by that right or whatever and so if somebody else is don't like it if that's what you do own it exactly. be comfortable if that's what you do if you Go to the corner store in your bonnet and your pajamas. Own it, no matter who don't like it. At and the same time, miss- but that's what's <laughs> missing is the self love. And it's there's right. so many images of what you're supposed to be and how you're supposed to act. There's some people screaming "strong black woman." There's some people screaming, you know, light skin. Dark skin. First of all, we don't have a racism problem. Race is a joke. It doesn't even exist, right. people. We have a colorism, colorism problem. problem. That's our problem. And and we're perpetuating that problem within our communities. Mm-hmm. Um, it's a powerful message. Mm-hmm. Honey, you don't need to be on Instagram and on this. You need to be on some major channels telling people your story. Mm-hmm. Your story is powerful. So I personally wanted to bring this to everyone because I don't know who knows or who doesn't know about Lady Sarcasm, but after this and after this promo, (laughs) (laughs) I hope you understand. But there's another side to her. There's another side beyond the lyrics that you've heard, beyond, you know, just the, the persona. This woman is an artist. This woman thinks and releases art. Talk about how you got into being a painter. Are you just a painter or are you drawing or what are you doing? Yeah. So, I mean, uh, so. And we're eating pineapples. We might need to take a little break because we're also drinking. So, yeah, this is a drink champs version. (laughs) (laughs) So we need to eat some of this fruit. And all of this, so we don't pass out. But talk to me about that. So, um, I mean, I've always, um, I would draw cartoons, Mm -hmm. like, since I was a kid, right? So, I could never draw human faces, though. So, I was always able to kind of draw, would draw, you know, cartoons for my oldest son, who's 22 now. Um, But... So painting came whoa, about. Whoa, whoa, whoa. You have a 22-year-old son? I have grandbabies. My son is in the army. I'm a grandma. I'm a no. gilf. I'm a milf and a gilf. <laughs> a milf and a gilf. <laughs> Yo, I know you can't be here with me, and I'll have a few flicks, but this woman looks like all of... I'm going to give you 35. You see this gray page. You see it. Don't Look, I went to you. high school with dudes with gray hair, so <laughs> gray hair means absolutely nothing. But go on about your painting. Anyway, <laughs> my... um. So my mom... You know, she had this painting in a house when I was a kid. I never fully knew about, like, you know, her painting, but I know this painting was always on a wall when I was a kid. And um, so I knew she did at some point like to paint. And so she passed in 2016. So Mm. the anniversary of her death in 2017, July 20th, 2017, Mm. um, I thought I would be, you know, balled up in a corner somewhere. So I had one of my friends, Giovanni Marie, who's a painter. Um, She came over and helped me paint um, an elephant. My mom collected elephants. Okay. And she liked sunflowers. Oh. So I painted this elephant holding a sunflower. Mm -hmm. So that was my first painting in 2017. Um, so she taught me like some techniques or whatever. So I would like after that, just doodle at my desk. Eyes was my tricky thing was why I couldn't do faces. So Mm -hmm. I would practice eyes everywhere, just (laughs) everywhere, everywhere. everywhere. (laughs) Um, so I just kept at it because after she passed, I had issues with being alone and my husband was working Mm -hmm. two jobs at the time. So, um, I had Eli, but he's not an adult I can talk to. <laughs> right. <laughs> but, like, hey. <laughs> <laughs> um, so I got high anxiety mm. at this point after she passed. Then I realized painting mm. helped 
a lot. So I would just kind of like draw something and then paint it. So I always Mm. draw first because I became like just better and better at drawing. So I had a sketchbook. I would draw, draw, draw. And then, you know, I moved it to canvas. So now I'm drawing on canvas and now I'm painting. You're awesome. Um, Thank you. So I would just go on YouTube and look up tips. And, you know, so 2017, if you come to my house, like you'll see like everything I did on my kitchen between 2017, 2018, like all these 12 by 12 paintings Mm -hmm. because that's how much anxiety I had. Like it's like all of my anxieties on these walls. (laughs) Um, The release. Yeah. So now I paint because I think I'm getting better. So, I mean, but at the same time, painting is still like, I can sit down for five hours and not realize five hours. Yep went by or whatever so it's it's a way it's It's a a release it's definitely a release it's a release and it it had took the place of poetry Mm -hmm. for a couple of years so I wasn't performing because of my anxiety after my mom passed so that's why I wasn't performing I'm just getting back um to I mean you know I haven't you know, shit's not like really open, 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 open. but, <laughs> but it's getting there. So, um, I'll be back to like performing, but I was able to host, I hosted a few things uh-huh. over the year. So hosting is, is fine because, you know, I can just, you know, be myself or whatever. Mm-hmm. I mean, I'm myself when I do poetry, but it's more stressful right. to like not mess up, right, not right. skip a line yes. or whatever. So a job to do. Yeah, it was. Yeah. So I would, I would host more than I would perform over the past year. So painting was um a release it's it's a comfort Mm -hmm. and now you know i had to like really push myself like now that i'm about to do this art show um art show and oh city i had to like really like when when is the art show (sighs) so june 25th 26th 27th um I don't remember the address, but it's on my Instagram page. If you follow me on Instagram, follow <laughs> her on Instagram. Lady L-A-D-Y underscore sarcasm. S-A-R-K-A-Z-Y-M is um, with Philly um, Arts Art Collective. Art Collective. Mm-hmm. Yeah. On it's like third North Third Street in Old City. Um, so they have a an event called Her Space mm-hmm. once a month. So it's all female artists. Dope. Or whatever. So Can we buy there? Yes. Um, so I'll have um, my art. I just posted on my Instagram page um, a few of the pieces that mm-hmm. I'll have for sale there. Um, but I, I just had to, like, really push myself. Because I also struggle with the imposter syndrome, right? Mm-hmm. Like, it's where, you know, I'm mm. not a learned a learned <laughs> right like i didn't go <laughs> to, like to <laughs> juilliard or whatever you know i learned on youtube <laughs> so i mean you know but people look at you that way when you didn't learn a certain way so right. it's like who are you to be here with us you know what anyway. I mean? So you get that, right? Anyway. But I went in some rooms. You went where? Pfft, I could do that. <laughs> like, but see, that's the thing. <laughs> all the airs and all the credentials and all the things that people use to prop themselves up. Mm-hmm. Like they, they rest on that. Oh, yeah. To absolutely. prop themselves up. But the truth is, it's all in the what you deliver. Mm-hmm. And yeah. if you're delivering beautiful art, you mm-hmm. deliver beautiful art. Yeah. Bottom yeah. line. Mm-hmm. Can't wait to be there. Thank you. So with this <laughs> pandemic kind of uh, coming to a, a close, I'll say coming to yeah, a close. Yeah. I don't know what's happening, but, mm-hmm. um, you know, venues are going to start opening up mm-hmm. and there's going to be opportunities for you to perform. Mm-hmm. Um, like I told you before, I had shared your information and shared your um, music with um, Keisha Plum mm-hmm. of Griselda. Yo, she is a fucking genius. Can I curse on here? <laughs> yeah, we've She's already a been cussing. genius. <laughs> No, because I just see it's like, yo, sis really be selling a written poem for five hundred dollars. Listen, it's like, Keisha Plum, how, what are you doing? <laughs> Listen, this this woman, she's running with the she's running with yo. the boys. She's running with the boys. She got her own lane. Um, yo, she like what? Because I have such a struggle with pricing artwork uh-huh. because I got the wrong people in my DM. Like, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? Because I'm actually hello. I'm I'm pricing low with uh-huh. with people at art galleries and other artists mm-hmm. are telling me I should sell for. I'm selling for under half of what they're telling me because I know my audience, and I still don't know my audience because. <laughs> 
But Keisha Plum, like, I've been on her page, and she's been, like, in my head, like, nope, stick to your price. She's selling her poetry, like, on paper for $500. And it's like, you can't buy this artwork for the same amount. <laughs> like, I spent five hours. <laughs> I need the money. Okay. No, but listen. Five hours, ten hours. Let's like, talk whatever. about this. Okay, we getting another round? Another round of drinks? Yeah, you ain't finished that. This is what I'm going to say. <laughs> Create your future, sweets. Create it. Create what now? Create your future. Create your, your lane. Your yeah. price is your price. Right. Yeah. Your audience is your audience, and you're building that right now. Mm-hmm. And it takes time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I yeah, always yeah. tell my clients, like, um, um, because I'm a consultant for entrepreneurs, and when they come to me and they're like, I don't know what to do, what to say, okay, let's get through, you know, what it costs for you to make it, what it costs for you to do this, the marketing, blah, blah. okay, so you have this number. But then you also have your intellectual property, the time you spent, the inspiration, the blood, sweat, and tears. A lot of artists cry before, during, after, you know, rendering a song, rendering a painting. Like, it's it's emotion. Yeah. And you put the price on that. And I realize that there's a market out here that you have to play mm-hmm. in. Right. But by all means, you know, I'm encouraging you to, um, as one of your supporters, as a fan, right, to say, this shit is gold, it's gold. It's fucking gold. The lessons alone that come across in your music, mm. I could share this with a high school teacher. Mm-hmm. Play this for your students and talk about it in class. Right? I could share it with one of my, my girlfriends, my age. Right. And my 70-year-old auntie. You like, feel me. <laughs> like, they all get... That's why I like... It's a very wide range of... You know, I love that 70-year-old women can call me and be like, girl, (laughs) yes, auntie, yes. Yes. Like, I love that. You make your ancestors (laughs) proud. Yes. You do. You're doing a great service to your sisters (laughs) and brothers. It's not just for women. It's not just for women. It's for people who want to grow. And if you have someone that you can share this music with, her art with, I encourage you to follow her, to get involved in in what she's giving, because she's giving this to you. $7 is a small price to pay for a lesson. Hmm. Okay, I wish all my lessons cost $7, (laughs) because (laughs) I'd be in really great freaking shape. I got plenty of money. If you talk about $7, what? (laughs) I could cure my whole life with this. Um, But before we close, I just wanted to know, if you just met me on the street, if you just met somebody on the street, mm-hmm. who is Lady Sarcasm? Who's Tammy? Oh, Tammy. Oof. Why did that give me chills when you said Tammy? I don't even know what just happened. Mm-hmm. That's who I am. Um, I'm Tam. I'm Tam Tam. I'm Chocolate <laughs> Bars. I'm Lady Sarcasm. I'm, uh, I'm a mother. Mm-hmm. I'm a wife. I'm me. Um, regular old John from Southwest. Um, yes. <laughs> I'm your auntie. I'm your sister. I'm your mom. Mm. I might be your brother, like mm-hmm. in another life. Um, <laughs> Absolutely. I'm just all of these things. I'm I'm a lot. You I'm layered. Lot. I'm so layered. You could never guess me. I love it. I like. I'll, I'll I'll keep the surprise. You can never guess me. People think one thing, then surprise. Like, <laughs> you can never guess me. I don't even know how. I can't even, you know what I mean? I can't explain me with the proper, mm-hmm. I'm a lot of things. Adjectives. I'm layered. Well, Just very layered. I will tell the audience who's listening to this beautiful voice, and hopefully you've already followed her on social media. You've already gone to the website and copped the albums. You've already decided that this is something that you want to share with someone. I want to tell you that this woman's energy right now, um, and, and since I've known you, has always been very feminine, very divine, very um, homegirl, very um, elder wisdom and it's not too much for you to swallow It's not too much for you to consume so please i'm telling you 
this is going to change your life. Music changes our lives. Music is the common thread that brings us together. She's speaking the truth, but she's speaking it with love. Mm -hmm. So I need you to support her with love. Um, Check her out on all the social media platforms and get involved in what's good. Because guess what? The pandemic is subsiding. Mm -hmm. Stuff is opening up. And you're going to actually get an opportunity to see her perform live. That's what I am waiting for. And when you do, you will be hooked. You will be hooked forever. Lady Sarcasm, thank you. Thank you. This was awesome. Yeah. Really heartwarming. I feel full. You feel full or you feel yeah. you feel warm from this bourbon? Both. <laughs> <laughs> well, once again, I'm your girl Summer Willow from the Ladies Love Hip Hop Podcast. You know where you can find me. You know where you can see me. I will see you later the next time we come across some greatness. Thank you and keep it hip hop. Bye. Ladies Love Hip Hop.